Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you live. We trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. We are together right through up to the hour. Eight, it is Wednesday live. My name is Ray. Muriti Muraka is on the line. We will connect also with Pastor Samuel Kabamba. But to deviate a bit... Uh, from the topic which we had opted to have, that was last week, um, if you can remember very well. And not to say that we are throwing it away, but uh, we are addressing what is taking place these days. We Remember, we're going to be talking about uh, magic and witchcrafts, how to uh, detect such things amongst us. And the issue is also of the spiritual realms uh, of what is prevailing in South Africa today. Let me welcome the man of God, Muruti Karabumraka, is on the line. Greetings to you, Muruti. Shalom. I also say shalom. Are you well, sir? Uh, Always well, under the grace of uh, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen to that. And, uh, yeah. of course, um, uh, you have seen um, so much that is uh, happening in the land. So much. So much that is yeah. taking place in the land, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, it is just one of those things that one can put across and really say, what is going on? You know, and... Um, we are going to touch on that, um, and I'm not saying we are a voice of believers or the voice of the church, but we are going to touch on that because um, we need to speak with regards to this now. And uh, I will also like to connect with um, Muruti. Uh, Samuel Kabamba will connect with him right now and uh, also check how he's doing in the midst of this. And I was listening to many of my colleagues who are on radio uh, who say uh, quite a lot of things, you know, and uh, who say, hey, uh, things are going to come to a cul-de-sac. And I see also uh, people are, are going to sue Cyril Ramaphosa and Peggy uh, Kyle and the like. They're going to sue, you know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. But thank you so much to Johan Els, who has been keeping us company throughout. We really appreciate you, man. And uh, be safe and uh, stay sound. It is cold, yeah, it, it is cold. And I know it is cold also uh, uh, in the Cape. And when I say it is cold many times, some people would laugh at me and say, what kind of degrees are there? And when I say 12 and they go like, ah, you know, people from Umtata, <laughs> they really are, are, are used to the brand of it. But I have been at a place called Emakazeni. Ah, <laughs> it's cold there. It's very cold. Thank you, Johan. And we really appreciate you. We really appreciate your art, which is your ministry, which is your gift that you use so selflessly uh, for the edification of the body of Christ 
and the saints are praying for you everywhere that you continue to do this but that many people in 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 the similar kind of diligence should be able to do what you do in the similar kind of diligence should be able to do what you do and i know with god nothing is impossible right and uh, of course pastor samuel kabamba also we will get uh, in touch with him and then also um uh, divulge a bit and and talk a bit you know that we talk a bit about the situation you know about what we see and what is going on and i trust as we do so the much blessings as we do so god will just do you good and bless you so much in a mighty way i believe also that uh, many people also want to speak with regards to this i was uh, following some of the comments that people have been making the people of atridgeville uh, they have their own kind of internet what 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 that they dwell on and it's just wonderful they talk communities are talking and the churches are also talking with regards to what is happening i was following also what pastor kabamba was uh, putting across on um, on social network on facebook per se and then asking people internationally to pray for us pastor sam let me welcome you sir greetings to you sir yeah, greetings to you too, and thank you very much to be alive and to be part of the show today. We are so blessed to know that uh, God is still in control. I want to greet uh, you uh, personally and greet uh, Pastor Muraki and greet the uh, listeners. And thank you very much to Radio Puppet for this platform. Amen. And uh, uh, so much is happening in South Africa. I know that we want we had to talk about magic and witchcraft and detecting this but let it pause a bit and let's talk about what has been happening in the past five to six days the past week and then somewhat somehow it has been better today um as compared to yesterday and the day before and um, uh, i saw people dead uh in the malls you know without the shoe being dead covered there no identity people are not known as to who they are with gunshot wounds and uh, i've seen little kids looting soldiers making them to lie down and asking them why are you doing this and they would be telling it straight that they've been sent by their parents and uh, i have seen also old women really going for it uh, and taking just as much as they can i saw a guy who stole a fridge how about those guys who stole who were stealing coffins? Mm-hmm. How about the guy who had the whole pork meat on his shoulder? Mm-hmm. How about the guy who was forcing to put a 65-inch uh, flat screen on his Toyota Corolla? And it was not fitting. Live on camera. How about those people who have been taking so much? I, I saw... You know, police were overwhelmed. And at times it would look like they would have problems opening the van. Uh, and the suspect would just run away. And in front they had placed this other lady who is stout. You know, when someone is stout, someone is big. And she just gets out and runs away. We've seen police at times, really... Uh, not knowing what to do, but just saying, please leave what you're doing and just go home. 
Um, we've seen people will pelted by rocks, but we've seen kids being shot. Uh, many people have also been saying that this is also because people are hungry and many people have been saying it is the poor of the poorest who are doing this. I tend to disagree because of what I saw, the jam, the traffic jam that I saw on the N3 and the cars that were there and people were just going over to the mall taking anything that they could. I saw people taking trolleys and trolleys of spices and I was asking myself, man, what are they going to do with that? And um, uh, I've seen also uh, uh, people would be parking, having removed number plates on their cars and they would be looting like nobody's business. I saw soldiers coming in and shooting warning shots up and in shooting warning shots up, people would run and then when they pass, people would come back again. Just like when you kick water in the water and the water disperses only to come back on your heel again. I've seen that. Um, I've seen people being happy that this is happening and also going on social networks and endorsing this and saying thank you for doing this. Um, I've seen also people who were saying no, this should not be happening. I've seen people who were talking and re, uh, reiterating what uh, Trevor Haldelson was saying. And that was, cry our beloved country. I've seen uh, uh, people who basically would uh, stand in front of TV cameras and say there's nothing you can do. I've heard of people who have been prophesying and saying this thing will happen. And people will even go and open jails and release uh, 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 people who are imprisoned. I've seen mm -hmm. that kind of prophecy being spoken. It's all over the social networks. It has been sent to me by a friend of mine. I've seen quite a lot. I've seen pain. I've seen the plight of those who have lost their jobs. I've seen also the vigilance of those who had gone on to defend their malls. I've seen that in Attridgeville. I've seen that people defending their malls and with whatever means. But I've also seen people who are calling for a civil war. And, and this is one of those that I really do not understand. And they were calling for that on social media, speaking in, in all kinds of derogative names, uh, you know, uh, calling people who are not of their race with all kinds of derogative names. I've seen that. And there is so much less that I have seen and heard being spoken and done by men of God. So much less that I've seen and heard. And I didn't want to speak to many people, especially yesterday, because I was busy with some article. But this is one of the things that were, you know, people were saying and appealing to me. Murdery, how are you? Where are the religious voices? Or shall I say, where are the men of the cloth? Or women of the cloth? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> this was um, uh, uh, sent to me by Mashadi. You know, um, yeah. and uh, uh, she couldn't find me because I was very busy. 
you know um yeah and and this is one of those things you know uh, that we really need to look into and really understand what kind of spiritual realm are we at in terms of understanding what is happening today you know i have heard sangomas who were consulted they call them togozagogo uh, on tv and men of high stature because these men are learned and there would be guests and come in as experts on these major news channel mm. you know uh, and and they would be saying this is a spiritual thing and many people don't understand you know uh, uh, and it's just amazing it's just amazing but what comes to mind about what is happening these days in South Africa and um, what is it that we as believers should learn from this? Let me start with you, men of God. Muruti Muraka. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. And may I take this time to greet uh, Pastor Kabamba, uh, to greet uh, our brothers and sisters, who are listeners of Radio Pulpit. Mm. Uh, I greet in the mighty name of my Lord and my Savior Jesus, the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Now, having said that, I, number one, I, I believe the Word of God uh, uh, makes us, you know, not just one verse here, or that, but the Word in, in totality makes us understand that uh, things that happen, whether they be good or evil, in this period that we are in, and when I say this period, I mean ever since man was created until the Lord Jesus Christ comes back uh, to uh, rule and and once he has ruled, he will give the kingdom to the Father. And, and, and then we're talking the new heavens and the new earth. During this period, everything that is happening, especially because those things that are evil, it seems like God is not uh, 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 present. That's why many times people will say, uh, where is God when these things are happening? The, I think what we need, first of all, before we start discussing this way and that way, it is to understand that all those things are permitted by the sovereign God. He allows them to happen. Some of them, uh, you know, they are so horrible that we cannot uh, uh, fathom, we cannot even imagine that a loving God would allow, but the reality is God allows them. And and so moving from that premise, it's always, always uh, important then to go and ask him, what is this, number one? What What is this? What are we seeing? What is this? Number two, what should we do? And And we should remember the problem of man right from the beginning was uh, accepting from the devil to determine things for himself, to know by himself, and not 
depend on God. And therefore, it sounds very foolish to say we should ask God, what is this? We should also ask God, what should we do? But if we go to our Lord Jesus Christ, we will see as he walked as a man. He made it very clear that he never says anything except what he hears the Father having commanded him to say. Number two, he never does anything except he sees the Father doing it. And it's on that basis that tonight, my brother, anything which I contribute, I contribute because I have asked God. And I believe God has shown me from his word certain things. Not everything, because we know in part. So having put that uh, picture, it's then to come back and say, what is happening is spiritual spilling out into the physical. In other words, something which is spiritual or something which is spiritually motivated, ending in physical manifestation. Uh, and what is happening in our country right now? The pandemic, plus other things which, which are horrible happening in the world. They are all spoken about by the word of God that there will come a time like this when God will allow these things and he allows them as his uh, judgment. And when I say judgment, I'm not talking about condemnation. What God shows is, especially I'm going to Jeremiah chapter 25. And they are judgments not on individuals. I know it may sound a little bit you know, uh, uh, sort of like contradictory. Why would you say it's not on individuals? Because this is what God says in Jeremiah 25. And I'm going to read from this. Uh, let me see. I'm going to read from this. Uh, 50, where God speaks to Jeremiah. Now, let's not forget, God said to Jeremiah, I'm going to make you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah was not just a prophet to Israel. He was a prophet to all nations. For thus says the Lord God of Israel to me, take this wine cup of fury from my hand and cause all the nations to whom I send you to drink it. And they will drink and stagger and go mad because of the sword that I will send among them. And we saw medicine. Then I took the cup from the Lord's hand and I made all the nations to drink to whom the Lord had sent me. Jerusalem and the cities of Judah its kings and its princes, to make them a desolation, an astonishment, a deceit, and a curse, as it is this day. And then verse 19, he talks about Pharaoh, and then he starts to count all of them. And then, even the coastlands, and when the Bible says the coastlands or the islands, 
It is referring to areas then that they just called islands at that time. But it is areas like America. It is areas like uh, Australia. Uh, uh, those far off places. And then God says in verse 29, For behold, I begin to bring calamity on the city which is called by my name, and should you be utterly unpunished, you shall not be unpunished, for I will call for a sword on all the inhabitants of the earth. Therefore, prophesy against them all this way and say to them, The Lord will roar from on high, utter his voice from his holy habitation. He will roar mightily against his fold. He will give a shout as those who tread grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. A noise will come to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has a controversy with the nations. He will plead his case with all flesh. He will give those who are wicked to the sword, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, disaster shall go forth from nation to nation, and a great whirlwind shall be raised up from the farthest parts of the earth. And at that day, the slain of the Lord shall be from one end of the earth even to the other end of the earth. They shall not be lamented or gathered or buried. They shall become refuse on the ground. Now, it's not nice to read something like that, but basically we are experiencing uh, the judgment that comes to a nation that once knew the light, but it backslid and it chose to point a finger in the eye of God by saying, like for instance, saying at one stage we call ourselves a, 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 a Christian nation. Once we call that name that way, it means as a nation we have received the light. We may not be living out that light. But having received it and we turn around, we poke our fingers in the eye of God as a nation. Again, I'm reiterating, as a nation. Then, in Ezekiel chapter 14, God says, then I will bring my four judgments. One of them is pandemic. One of them is the sword. One of them is wild beasts. And when one follows that uh, 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 Free. Uh, 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 in some cases, it means natural beast. In some cases, like in this case, it means people who are so overtaken by demonic spirits that they will do things that other people look at and they say, it's, it's unnatural. People can't do this. And the fourth one is semi. And you can see the pandemic and what has happened uh, uh, even in our country today is surely going to lead to economic woes. And I want to just uh, 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 wrap it up here that we are undergoing a, 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 a season where God is saying, hello, come back to me. You you see, when, when we choose to be rebellious against God, God gives us over to those spirits which were enticing us, which were seducing us to be rebellious. That's the, that's the way of God. That's the operation, of modus operandi. Let's look at Pharaoh. When he handed in his heart, 
God hardened him. And if you come through all the scriptures, you will realize when people choose the devil, God then gives them over to the devil so that the devil does what he wants to do with them. And he's standing over this whole thing, waiting for someone, waiting for some people to wake up and say, we have sinned against God. And then they start to repent. They start to call out to God and say, please forgive us. And that is what we need to do as a nation, to say, Lord, forgive us. There are many things which we have done. I'm not going to enumerate them. But the reality is that as a nation, we have not walked uh, correctly before the Lord. I hear you, Maruti. I hear you quite well. I played that clip of Mashadi uh, intentionally so because I felt that we really need to to really get you know the hang of things and how things had gone to be like you know uh, and here's another aspect of um, uh, uh, what she brings across you know and uh, I'd like us to look into it here he does where our nation is going through its own challenges and we have protests in the midst of a pandemic really we need to pray even more this is not just a time to say let us pray it's a time to record your prayer your next voice note should be a prayer to some group Mm. of people whether they do go to church or not whether they are believers or not at this point in time, we need prayer. At this point in time, pick up the phone, phone someone, your neighbor, or someone, and just say, hello, Unjani, how are you doing? And during this COVID, Nipilanjani, how's family? The last time I saw you, Unjani, just that. People need to hear love and to be showered by love. Yes, we've heard pastors, we've been talking against money in the church and against a host of things in the church including the violation of women and and children in the church we still continue to pray against that because that still continues we still want money from people when they do not work we want them in church knowing very well but we are not interested in their souls we are not we want that aircon we want those those chairs to be cleaned we want that hall to be cleaned we we miss the attention because when we preach from the pulpit we get all the attention and guess what the elders who give the highest tithes or um give umfundis or whatever monies I say, sadly, you've prayed a price for a VVIP seat mm. in a club. Ask yeah. this. And I'll tell you why I'm saying this. It's corner. When Christ began his ministry, he left the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes in the sanctuary. And he went to the sea to fetch fishermen. Well, Nathaniel was under a tree, and Israel of note. And he, he says, and he also went to the likes of your tax collectors. He spoke to them, and they became his disciples. Lalela. I'm sitting in a place where I'm saying, Lord, what have we done? Lord, 
what should we do? For we repent before you daily. We repent before you every time. And what comes out clearly is that we've sold our souls just like Esau did. We sold our birthright in the church and in the name of God. Listen, the book of Hebrews says Esau sought repentance and he could not find it. Hey. Ah, let me stop right there. Listen, hey. is it possible that God would leave us with suits and ties and high heels in the church buildings hey. and go use Abu Dada, Abbasis Lalini, Abu Mama, Abbasis Lalini, Abadelelegayo, Abamaziutiko, who worship him in spirit and in truth because of my issues with money, money, money in the church. Oksalai, we've sold our birthright for two minutes of pleasure. We've sold our birthright for houses in estates and security guards and bodyguards so as to play golf. I mean, really. We've sold our souls instead yeah. of feeding the hungry, yeah. clothing the naked. We've sold our souls instead of preaching the gospel, instead of comforting the brokenhearted, instead of preaching the gospel to those that are mourning, to give them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Mm. We've sold our souls mm. for two minutes of pleasure. We've prostituted ourselves as the church unfaithful, loveless, corrupt. Because when there's corruption in the church, when there's a violation of women and children in the church, what more do we expect from a nation? May God forgive us this wrong and let us repent before God for this wrong. This is not an excuse for anyone to come back and say, if the church is doing it, therefore I'll continue. But the church... Someone said, Elia, if we were to go back to the blueprint, mm. we will never go wrong, we will never falter. Our nation is in distress. Our nation is under siege. Let us pray. Even before we opened our mouths, may his mercies that's new every morning rest upon us. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. For weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. It may be nighttime here, COVID-19, but joy will Hey, that is one of those things that you get, you know. And it's very important, you know, to, to really speak about this. And uh, I'm talking also to Pastor Samuel Kabamba. That was the voice of uh, Mashadi Mutobi there. And then speaking her concerns and what she sees now also. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Sam, what comes to mind, the situation today, from the perspective of children of God, what should we see into this? What should we say? What should we do? Mm, you know, uh, one thing that uh, uh, I've come to pick up, uh, thank you very much for the question. And, uh, and also, uh, it is so sad that we're seeing whatever is going on around us. And um, we need to be very uh, uh, pragmatic and try to understand the thing. Sometimes we we fall uh, into the trap of uh, the enemy, not knowing that uh, we, we want us to paint the whole thing as spiritual and uh, trying to make it look as if um, 
somehow because we uh, we've, uh, we've run away from God or maybe we've sinned against God. That's why we sing whatever we sing. But the good question is, um, when we ask ourselves, we said we've uh, we've done wrong. Mm. Uh, who are we talking about? Who are those we? Because we need to understand that. Because uh, as a nation, first of all, we need to, to get this right. South Africa is not a Christian nation. We need mm. to understand that. Because that uh, we can sing it, we can say it, but it is not. Because South Africa... From already from uh, from our leaders, whatever law that they are I mean, they are deciding upon has nothing of uh, upholding the Christian value. It does not. That coming I mean, uh, somehow somewhere we uh, many countries in the world, even some African countries, they call themselves. We you know we have uh, we are Christian or we have ninety percent of Christians, whatever. But when you go deep down, even you check their constitution and all this. You see that uh, there are laws that they are upholding that do not have anything to do with God. Now, because of that already, uh, what I always say is uh, we can pray. Yes, as a Christian, as Christian, we can pray. But uh, there's one thing that I'm kind of trying to differ a bit of uh, some of uh, our brothers uh, who are saying that uh, uh, we need to go to prayer and thinking and believing that prayer will give us, I mean, will be a, be a solution the whole thing. Uh, we might say that, but, you know, when the, 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 the country is led by people who do not have any regard of God, they don't respect God whatsoever, they don't do that at all, you know, what will happen is we will pray, yes, as the Bible says, pray for your leaders, but those leaders, they need to be somehow, somewhere, uh, listening to the voice of God. Mm. Now, if they don't listen to the voice of God, they will act differently. They will act in a very different way. Now, what I would say is this. People need to be responsible. Responsibility is one of the things that we need to look at. When you are responsible, you, can, you will do things that uh, will produce results that everyone will uh, be happy with. Now, let's look at I mean, what our government is doing and all the promises that our government have put down. You know, when you come to a place whereby you promise a lot of things to people, tell them that I'll give you this, I'll give you that, then you don't deliver. You know, people can only listen to you up to a certain extent. They cannot uh, go to a place whereby they will continue to listen to you. Now, what happened is, as long as people are led somehow by the enemy who is the devil, because I believe that... Uh, uh, those who want to loot and those who are destroying, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I, I wouldn't say that they were Christians who want to do that. I would say that uh, all the people who want to do that are not Christians. Now, because of what? Because first of all, they don't believe that there is a God. They don't believe that South Africa belongs to Jesus. They mm. don't. Mm. For them, they believe that South Africa belongs to, to, to the president of the country, maybe. They believe that South Africa belongs to the government. Mm. And if the government did not give them what they're expecting, then what do they do? They react. They react according to what, I mean, you know, you know we know all of us how it started. It started as uh, people pr- protesting mm. from, uh, for, about something, mm. and then it turned into something else. Mm. You know, people, somehow, we need to be honest with ourselves, people are tired. They've been waiting. They don't get. And as they are tired, the enemy who is their leader, who is, I mean, the Bible says clearly, the devil is, I mean, the father of who? 
Mm. He uh, liars. He, he lies from the beginning. Mm. What does he do? He goes to the people and tells them, hey, you know what? If you can destroy these things, then they will listen to you. But then he does not tell them that when you destroy them, you're going to suffer. He does not tell them that. Mm. Said, God, you know, you, you've been speaking, you've been asking for, your, for whatever, but they don't listen to you. Then the best way for them to listen to you, go and destroy. You know, and now people go out without thinking. You know, Amurut, um, you you mentioned things like people, you know, people stealing, uh, taking, I mean, TVs and all and all that. I people saw take, a guy I, on I, a I wheelchair. A guy on a wheelchair, no, yeah, stealing. I, I I saw I saw people going to the to the pharmacy taking mm. all the medication. I said, why are you going with this medication? Are you going to be selling? Are you going to open your own pharmacy? You know, these are questions. You see, people. I mean, I, I saw a, a car, a Mercedes Benz, beautiful car. Mm. A gentleman coming out of that car, going inside and loot and take the stuff in the car. Yes. Then yeah. you ask yourself, is it about, is it about, I mean, anger? It's not really about anger. But this is the spirit that is behind the whole thing. You know, the people, they've been waiting. Nothing is happening. Mm. Now, the devil, who is their father, tell them, go and destroy. As you destroy the government will listen to you. While the government itself is not led by Jesus, mm. the government is led by the enemy himself. Who's the one who's leading the government? Now, what happened is, now, now it's the government, now it's the devil playing the game, destroying the very life that people have, built, have worked very hard to build. Because one thing that I was, I was discussing with someone yesterday, I said, why Africa or Africans are destroying Africans? Because here you see, go elsewhere, go to Europe and all this. When people want to, I mean, to raise their voices or they want to express their anger or their anger, they don't destroy the infrastructures. They don't. They don't go and loot because they know that tomorrow they will need food. <laughs> they don't do that. They mm. toy toy and everything. But Africans, for them to voice their, I mean, whatever, I mean, uh, 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 thing they have. They have to go and destroy. Now, look at what happened here. People went to, to, to loot, but we found it abnormal. How can you loot and burn a shop? What for? How can you loot and take the ties of the shop? What for? How can you loot and take even the sink where people wash their hands? It's in there. Why do you take that? Why do you, you know, this is showing how destructive. This is the devil destroying the very life of the people i saw people stealing a forklift i, yes, I don't know what you're going to use the forklift for maybe you know in a been to stake no, some no, cases and stuff it, it, but no, you could they, see they, 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 you, this principle man of god mm. this is the principle you take from the bible absolutely nothing whatever you saw you're going to read you steal from somebody you will be also somebody else is going to steal from you I've never seen any place where people have gone for looting and become rich. They will loot, they will use it for anything that won't give them value, and the next minute they won't have it. They will lose it. It's like somebody was taking a big, a big, I mean, chunk of, I mean, a, a meat on his shoulder. The truth of the matter, tomorrow he's going to have a bribe. Mm. going to invite friends. Let him come and eat. Mm. He won't even think that if I put in the fridge, I can eat it for three months. But it will call people, hey, let's come and eat. The people will come and eat, and then it will finish. This is, this is the bottom line. Now, what am, what am I saying here? Yes, 
Christian can claim. Yes, Christian can rise their voice and ask God for mercy. Mm. That we cannot discard that. We have to need to do that. But we need also to remember, at this time, when everything is going wrong, somehow the church also is suffering somewhere. Yes. In South Africa, the church has been sidelined. You cannot pray together. Already in our mind, people say if you cannot pray together, it means that I mean, this government does not like us. Or what they could do, we could find another way of praying together, maybe online and all this. But the mere fact that I mean, the church today is open, tomorrow is closed, when things like this happen, church say, okay, fine. People, you know what people say? Oh, it's because we close our church, that's why God is punishing you. Mm. It's not necessarily that. It's not necessarily that. It's not about God punishing South Africa because they have closed churches. Elsewhere, churches have been closed. But God did not, I mean, they did not experience what you're experiencing here. Mm. The whole debate is we need to have people who are responsible. Yeah. You have to think what to do in whatever event, in whatever instances. Mm. Because here we've seen the, the failure of our leaders. We've seen the failure of the people. Because one man said it's allowed, it was, I mean, a... Uh, um, uh, the, 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 the leader, I mean, Kent Musho, I mean, uh, he's a man of God and also, I mean, he's a leader of I mean, the party. He said something, he said, when this thing started in KwaZulu-Natal, when they were burning there, already our leaders should have already, I mean, anticipated. They said, no, if they are burning there, they could come to, to Houten, because Houten is a place where they know if they come in, they'll destroy they could already do, deploy the army and everything already in, in Kwazulu-Natal. What did they do? They waited for three days. After people have been destroyed, almost everything, then you bring the army. And what is the army doing? The army is also telling you, hey, people, you can take. Because, funny enough, when you check on TV, when you watch on TV, you see how even the police are assisting the people to loot. They are not even stopping them. They are mm-hmm. assisting them to, to loot. Mm. And when people are not talking it on a social media, they talk it They stand up pretending as if they are protecting. They tell but them. The to, they of, tell them to run away. <laughs> yeah, they run away, run away, run away. But the truth of the matter is, uh, there's a spiritual thing tired. happening here. Yeah, people are tired. Mm. They've been promised quite a lot of things, and whatever they promised them is not coming. Now look at how the devil plays. He's using. We that. are in Corona time, mm. right? They said no. I mean, no gathering. Mm. So you need to have social whatever thing. Mm. Funny enough, you see today the the, 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 the the ministers standing in front of a group of people who are together, mm. no masks whatsoever, Aye. and are giving them a message. You know, please don't loot and so on and so forth. If among those people we have people who have corona, what will happen? Tomorrow mm. the numbers will increase. They, there's no social distancing. You know, this is what the devil does. He has brought the disease. He has told you be 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 I mean be be, be aware, be, be stay so away from one another. He wants people to die on this. Eh? Yeah, and then he comes up with what a problem mm. because you remember wherever there's a problem, this not I mean uh, God I mean uh, doing. He and, might allow it. And, and, honest, God and honestly, spiritually, we were doing well with the first wave and the second wave because yeah. of the healing. And if you can look at the recovery rate is more than 1.8 million yeah. uh, uh, and that is not what they were anticipating uh, yeah. uh, the recovery was not supposed to be like that so there must be a form of recklessness that would happen where 
there would be what we call a mega super spreader uh, that would bring people down and that many people would be buried in those graves they digged. You now, know. Now, now remember, men of God, I mean, I'm not cutting you, remember, also, there will be no food. Mm. No food. People are sick. Mm. It, I mean, the numbers will increase I mean, drastically. Mm. It, it is winter. Mm. Things are going to be very difficult. Mm. Now, you're going to find that, I mean, the, the, the government has failed the people and the devil has taken advantage. Now, people will find themselves doing what? Doing whatever they can do. Now, you ask yourself, ask the question that the men of, I mean, uh, that the, the gentleman say, ask, as he said, I mean, where, where are the Christians? Mm. What do you expect the Christian to do in this time? Mm. To do what? Mm. To go and take the microphone and tell people stop looting? <laughs> no, they can be in their homes praying. Yeah. They cannot go out because mm. they're not giving that, I mean, that, that act, they're not giving that permission. Mm. If the president could say, hey, pastors, come and talk to the people, that's another thing. Because now today he has gone to see the pastor and talk to them, no, what can we do? The pastor could just tell him, we will pray. But the bottom line is, the big part of South Africa has been already damaged. Mm. That's the thing. Because this, we, we need to understand one thing. Christians, we will continue doing our work. We will pray, we will evangelize, we will do what we can do. Government cannot wait for the crisis to arise so they may call the Christians. This one thing they cannot do. I hear you. People, I hear can, you. people, people can talk about the prophet. They've been a prophecy, whatever. Let's forget about the prophecy. Mm. Here it's about, uh, I mean, lack of responsibility mm. that has made people to get to this level. Yeah. It's not about, I mean, God has prophesied to destroy South Africa. What? Why is God going to destroy South Africa to benefit what? Mm. 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 I hear Summer. you. I hear you. Wow. Yeah. I've just. You know, I, I saw people stealing, you know, the, the, the motorcycle, you know, the scooter <laughs> that delivers yeah. food, you know, yeah. and there are four of them and none of them can ride on it. <laughs> I saw home. people stealing a monitor from a, a fried chicken outlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it is just sad, you know, it is just sad. It's, it's one of those things that one has to look into and say to ourselves, what is really going on? The guy on the wheelchair, uh, many people are writing about him. They're saying he's taking a cup, you know, because there is a siren of police vans there. It's just amazing. Nevertheless, uh, uh, people are also told, Hore, uh, look, you know, we will arrest you and stuff. And the police are just letting them go. I mean, I'm talking things that I'm watching now. Yeah. <laughs> it is sad. But you can see the problem that is there. And the concern that Mashad is putting across. Very important indeed. It has gone to uh, just a minute to seven. We are opening the, up the lines. You can talk to us directly there. Zero one two. Triple three eight six nine nine. How do you feel about this? What do you think believers should be uh, in alert and stand to do what to make of this? Or what is it that a believer should think as to what to make of this now? You know, and uh, what do you feel the spirit of the living God is saying with regards to circumstances taking place? Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. That's the number to dial. You can also give us a shout on zero one two double three four one three double two. Let's look into this and talk about it and see as to what is it that God is revealing. If you need prayer, please send your request to 
prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.